Welcome to Podcats, bringing the eye to your ear. In this episode of Podcats, we will hear from two seniors who are in Mr. Betts' Christian Manhood class. They interviewed someone about a virtue that they displayed at a certain time, and I thought it's a pretty cool project and pretty cool to hear from other people. So props to you, Mr. Betts. And first up, we will hear from Anthony Bogar, who interviewed his mom about the time she displayed courage. Today, I am interviewing my mom, Lisa Bogar, about a part of her life where she lived out the virtue of courage. A person who is courageous overcomes their fear and proceeds to face the danger in accordance with their values. Courage is often found in forms of bravery, perseverance, and diligence. St. Thomas Aquinas once said, The principal act of courage is to endure and withstand dangers doggedly rather than to attack them. Can you explain the challenge in your life that you endured last year? How did it make you feel physically and mentally? The challenge in my life that I endured last year was that I was diagnosed with breast cancer. I had surgery to remove the cancer and start treatment about five days after the diagnosis. It was a challenge for me because I was completely unaware that I had breast cancer when I went for my screening testing. And it was mentally challenging because I was diagnosed and had surgery within five days. It was very scary. I didn't know the extent of the cancer. I felt very nervous. Physically, I felt very nervous. Mentally, I felt very nervous. What was your motivation that allowed you to demonstrate courage? How did it help you to recover and move forward? My motivation that allowed me to demonstrate courage was knowing that I have a very strong bond with my children and my husband and my family and that I needed to be strong and courageous so that I could go through the treatment process and heal and be cancer-free. This helped me recover and move forward also because the support of my family and the wanting to be cancer-free in order to have a future with them provided me the courage that I needed to get through those difficult times and to deal with the pain involved with surgery and healing. Now that you've overcome breast cancer, do you have different views on life? Yes, I do. Having gone through being diagnosed with breast cancer and breast cancer treatment, I'm actually still currently receiving treatment and I will always be worried about it. I value my life. I value every day. I did before, but now I I think I appreciate things even more and The way that I view life differently is that you do need to be strong and that you do need the support of the loved ones around you and that it's very important to now provide that for other people who might be going through maybe not the same thing but difficult times as well. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Anthony, for sharing this wonderful story. And thank you, Mrs. Bogar, for being willing to share it. I know it meant a lot to me to hear someone else's experience sharing a virtue. Next up, we will hear from Alex Stymack and his mom, Mrs. Stymack, about what she believes virtues are and how to live them out in her life and everyone's lives and what it does to make humanity a better place for all. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Alex's Virtuous Podcast. 
Today, we're going to be talking about virtue ethics. I'm here with mother of two, Sue Stymack. Hello, Sue. Hi. Uh, what do you think makes a person virtuous? A person who's trying just to be a good person, a decent person, a person who has character. They try to be kind. They try to forgive. They have courage. They're honest. They're just trying to be the best version of themselves. And how do you think you practice these uh, virtues daily? By just trying to be kind to others, maybe going the extra little step, just trying to be kind, give them a smile, just trying to make somebody's day a little bit better, maybe forgiving somebody who's hurt me. Also, you just want to try to be honest with yourself, be honest with others. Overall, you're just trying to be a decent person, be the best version of yourself that you can be. Do you think you want to instill these upon your children? Yeah, and you're just trying to tell your kids to make wise choices, take their time with these choices. They don't have to be rushed into making a decision, look to their future, because all their choices are going to have consequences. Um, They are going to make mistakes, and they're going to have to learn from those mistakes, but, you know, just to instill a little wisdom in them and tell them to take their time and maybe look to the future and say, hey, is this the right decision for me? Yeah, and that kind of ties in with uh, Keenan's idea of parenting and practicing the virtue of prudence. Because, you know, you, you as a parent have to give a lot of sacrifice to your children and really learn to get to know them in order to help them make wise decisions. Do you have any other stories of when you acted maybe with a different kind of virtue like temperance, justice? An example would maybe me, I, I try to donate clothes to the Westside Catholic Center periodically. So I'm, I don't need a surplus of clothes. So I'm giving them away to maybe a person that's less fortunate who are going to need those to clothe themselves, keep themselves warm. You know, I, I you go shopping, you maybe buy too much. Well, you're giving back to the community where you don't need all that stuff for yourself. So you're going to give it to someone who's needy. That's an example of what I do maybe to uh, give a little bit back to the community and just live in everything in moderation, whether it be buying something, food, whatever. You just want to live in moderation. You don't want to have a surplus of stuff. And if you do, you know, give it to somebody who maybe needs it. And how do you think that your Catholic values kind of are implemented with those virtues? Just trying to te- treat everybody equally, no matter who they are, rich, poor, educated, not. Everybody's equal in God's eye, and you just try to live a good life and treat everybody as you would want to be treated. You know, no matter where, what their background is, everybody should be treated equal and fairly in this world. So do you see that plays into the idea of justice and the virtue of justice? Yeah, you just want to be a just person and... You know, look out for the less fortunate. Give a little bit of your time, your talent to people who need it because maybe you're more fortunate than they are. And uh, we were kind of discussing earlier what Piper was saying with this idea that all Christians should strive to be another Christ. Do you try to embody Christ and what helps you stay on that virtuous path through that example? I think you want to live a life of purpose. You don't want to just go through life aimlessly. You just want to have a path and try to follow it. Don't be too materialistic. Look at the world, look at the beauty around you, and just try to reconnect with God a little bit every day and what all the wonders that he has given you in this world. And so I guess to kind of wrap things up, like how are these virtues leading you to a joy-filled life, and how do you connect that with your faith but also just your everyday life? I think the main thing is just accepting who you are, believing in yourself, your abilities, and trying to nurture the relationships around you with your parents, your friends, your children, your siblings, forgiving yourself and your shortcomings forgiving others who have hurt you. Like I said before, just looking around the world, seeing the beauty that God has given us and open your eyes and your ears and look at the world, look at the beauty and try to connect with others, just lead a decent life and try to do the best you can. I think that's what the Lord would want. All right. Well, thank you for your time today. You're welcome.
Thank you once again, Alec and Mrs. Stymac, for your thoughts on virtues, what they are, and how we can live them out in our daily lives. I hope that you, the listener, also gained a greater appreciation for this type of ethical framework and how it can help make humanity a better place for all. Thanks for listening. Got any suggestions? Let us know on Twitter at S-I-H-S-E-Y-E. Like our content? Please rate and review us wherever you listen. If you'd like to help produce future episodes, come to meetings in room 212 of Main Building on Wednesdays at 3 p.m. This is Robbie Klanick signing off. See you next time on Podcasts.